Blog Talk Radio. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast with Michael Boldea. All right, welcome to the program and thank you for joining us. This is the Light of Truth Radio broadcast. I am, as always, your host, Michael Boldea. And um, here we are. Another week has gone by. Um, we're uh, just that much closer to conflict, either with Russia or with Iran, uh, or as, uh, you know, the cultured folk like to call it, Iran, Iran and Pakistan. Uh, it goes to show that we're pretty much a nation of idiots. It really does. I'm sorry. I, I, I held out hope uh, for my fellow man, but no longer. Um, now, before we do get started, because there's a lot of stuff that we're going to get into, uh, I, I want to let you know that this is a recording. We are not live, and so if anything happens from the point of this recording to when this program is supposed to air that I did not cover, sincerest apologies, but I'm sure we'll get to it next week. Uh, apparently, uh, tomorrow is supposed to be uh, a, a, a juicy sort of day, and uh, I'm sad that I didn't record this tomorrow because, well, today is uh, April the 28th, which is a Wednesday, the year of our Lord 2021. So uh, tomorrow would be the 29th, and uh, on uh, the 29th, uh, El Presidente, uh, Mr. Robinette Biden himself, uh, will... Uh, well, he will address Congress, which uh, will likely be a, a good hoot, a, a nice laugh, because uh, the man is having a difficult time stringing two sentences together. But from uh, everything that they're saying, he's going to demand more money, because why not? It's not his money he's spending. It's yours. So he's going to demand more trillions. Uh, now, there's two things that... Uh, you need to be aware of. The first is the notion of hyperinflation and what that does to an economy and what happens when hyperinflation kicks in. I understand Mr. Robinette Biden guaranteed that there would be no such thing as inflation even though we're printing trillions upon trillions of dollars out of the ether. He promised, and you know what? You can trust old Joe, wink, wink. Uh, and the second thing that you need to be concerned with is the fact that the working class, the people who produce in this country, uh, are being punished for being productive. Uh, if you've never read the book, you should. Uh, I know it's, it's thick and, and, you know, we can go on Twitter and get as much wisdom out of 13 words. But uh, read the book Atlas Shrugged uh, by Ayn Rand. If you haven't read it, uh, it was uh, something that I, I basically read through because I needed to back, I don't know, when I was 20. Uh, it'll open your eyes to a lot of stuff. Uh, basically what happens when uh, the people who produce decide that uh, this is their stop. They're going to get off this train uh, they're going to stop being productive because, hey, 
everything that I produce gets taken by government anyway and given to people who, uh, you know, whose only aspiration in life is to make lint balls out of their, uh, you know, belly button lint. So there comes a point where, I'm sorry, nobody is magnanimous enough to go and toil to have blisters on their hands and miss out on time with their kids to, 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 to work until they can't move a muscle because they're in so much pain just to give it to somebody that's sitting there eating dried figs and watching them labor. Now, there's a difference between charity, being charitable, and forced taxation. What we're talking about isn't charity. And I'm sorry, some people are undeserving of charity because they put themselves in the position they're in by the choices they made. If you spent over $5,000 on tattoos, but you show up in a food line to get some cheese and some sausage, I'm sorry. Personally, I would turn you away. I know. Mike, what happened to the love of Jesus? I have the love of Jesus. People who are truly suffering, truly in need, people who, who, in spite of everything they've tried to do, still fall short. I'm more than ready and eager to help. I'm a big proponent of don't let your left hand know what the right hand's doing. I'm never going to tell you what I do, charitably speaking. But suffice it to say that once in a while, people send money because they listen to this radio program, and guess what? I have not kept a penny of it ever since this program started. I've always found someone that was truly needy and helped them out because God has blessed me. I don't depend on, on income from this program or from my writings, thankfully, to support my family. And I like it that way because I'm not beholden to you for sending a check. I'm not beholden to anyone who's buying a book. I will tell you the truth as the truth lies without obfuscation, without trying to, you know, make it hurt any less. Now, I know I got off on a rant. It's been, wow, six minutes already. But we do have a new sponsor. Uh, it's uh, sort of a collaboration. Now, we've been going back and forth a lot because uh, they sent a few uh, different sort of PSAs. Uh, I, I didn't think they rang the right tone, so um, we're gonna, I'm going to basically go into the first one that I think is the one that is good, the one that is acceptable. Uh, then we're going to go through a few of the ones they sent, uh, just to see what I thought and maybe, you know, put it out there, sort of uh, get some voting going to see which one is more acceptable. But of all the ones they sent, I think this one is, is by far the best. Uh, so without further ado, this is a word from our collaborative sponsor. Are you a husky guy or gal? Do you get short of breath just going to your front door to get the pizzas you order as a midday snack? If you answered yes, then you're just the kind of person we're looking for. 
For a limited time, you can cash in on your body positivity and the likelihood that when you die, they will have to crane your carcass out of your home. Come get your free vaccine and we'll throw in some diabetes to sweeten the deal. No pun intended. While supplies last, free donuts with every jab. Sponsored in part by the Insulin Producers of America. So this is the one that that we went with. Uh, I, I think this is the most heartfelt. I think this is the most sincere. Now, uh, the, the following are the ones that didn't really make the cut. I, I, I think they just rang the wrong tone. Uh, first one was, hey, fatty, you know you want a donut. I know you want a donut. So come get your donut as soon as we inject you with an experimental drug that does, you know, nifty things to your DNA. So, again, I, I, I thought that struck the wrong chord. Uh, the next one was, are you body positive? Well, so are we. We are positive your body will give out on you sooner rather than later. Might as well die with a smile on your face and a donut in your belly. Again, sounds a little harsh to my ears, but it may work for somebody. Uh, the next one. Yes, we think you're stupid. Now shut up and eat your donut. Again, uh, I, I don't personally feel like that was very sensitive. Uh, I, I, I don't believe that uh, they're very aware of how emotional the potty positive um, you know, group is. So that, that was a little mean. But in case you've missed it, in case uh, the only time... Uh, you turn on a computer is to listen to this program while in a Faraday cage because you don't want the man tracking you. Uh, you you've seen uh, the all-out push and assault, just constant. Uh, it, it, it's a narrative. And again, I don't know why they're trying to sell it so hard, but I have my suspicions. Everything's about the vaccine. Old pudding in my diaper Joe was out the other day. Get your shot and you can go outside. And again, look, even with his mental decline, even with the fact that you wouldn't trust him to drive a forklift, never mind run the most powerful country in the world, you understand the mindset of one Mr. Robinette Biden by the way he phrases things. The fact that he feels as though he can give you permission to walk outside. The fact that he speaks as though you are his subject and somehow he is your Lord. Somehow he is your king. Somehow he is your despot. Should frighten you. Because the further down the mental decline this man goes, the more idiotic things that are going to come out of his mouth. Go get your jab and we might let you go out for the 4th of July. Now, you know, if, you, if it's just you in the woods, you don't have to wear a mask. I, I haven't worn a mask. I, I had to wear one once when I went to the dentist and they wouldn't let me in and... I needed a root canal because it was hurting. 
And that was the only time I made the concession to put on a face diaper, and I put it just on my upper lip below my nose. Because they, they, they said, look, we can't let you in. You have to wear a mask. We have to take your temperature. And I was a hurting boy. Um, but the fact that an octogenarian who can't spell his own name, whose mouth dribbles whenever he eats yogurt, who doesn't know if it's crap in his diaper half the time, has the temerity to stand there and go, hey, you know, Go get your jab, stuff your face with a free donut, and if you survive the heart attack, if you survive the blood clots, if you survive the partial paralysis, if you survive all the things that people are reporting they're going through because they got the jab, well, then we might let you go outside without a mask. Uh, I'm sorry, Giorno, my president. I know. Oh, my! look at him. He's causing division in the body. Shut up, you lout. Go smell Beth Moore's feet. It's not about division. Call it what it is. 90% of people are already having buyer's remorse. They realize what they've done, and they have no clue what they've done. Because as per my usual... You have no idea what you've done as a nation. But we're, we're, we're starting to see a pattern because I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of patterns. And the pattern is that those with no hope are the most fearful. Because the only thing that's driving this is fear now. I'm sorry. If back in, in March of 2020... Remember when two weeks was all we needed to flatten the curve and then we can get back to normal? That little rat think is still on the news going, double math, put it on. Your kids, newborn, it doesn't matter. Wrap saran wrap around your newborn's head just to keep it safe. Remember two weeks to flatten the curve? It's been well over a year. You gave small people with small minds power, and they're not going to relent or give it back until you stand up and say, uh, no. Sorry, Joe, I know you think you're cool with the aviator glasses and your liver-spotted hands, but no mas. I ain't putting on the face diaper. Now, if a business says we don't want your business because you don't have a mask on, well, Godspeed, good luck, success to you but I will not shell out one shekel now or forevermore because there are options. And right now, at least in the neck of the woods where I live, nobody's asking you to put on a mask anymore, anywhere, except for the dentist's office. But you know what? Hopefully that's the only root canal I'll need for the foreseeable future. So, hey, here we are. But back to, back, back, back to the thing I've noticed. The people that have no hope, that are the most fearful, the what used to be called a newly enlightened atheists and the such. Oh, come on, man. You believe in the spaghetti monster in the sky? 
You believe in zombie Jesus? Those are the people walking around shaking in their boots. Out of their minds with fear. Wiping down everything. Wearing 17 masks and goggles to boot. Those people that look down on you because you believe in God, you believe in an afterlife, you believe in the resurrection of the dead, you believe in heaven and hell, and you know what? Come what may, it won't affect me that much because eternity with Jesus, you know, that's the prize anyway. But they were so cool. Oh, come on, man. You can't really believe in that. Now they're sitting in their basements. They haven't been out in a year. They're getting Grubhub and, and, and food delivered to their home. They're, they're living like, like mole people under the earth. So good luck with your atheism. Here's to you. Thing has exposed so much on so many levels that the, the deeper we delve into it, the more we realize it, it exposed a lot of people for who they were, and it confirmed the tried and true realities of what government does when you give it power. holds it, it keeps it, it will not relent, and it will not give it back. So, a few stories that caught my eye, because I think in the grand scheme of things they're important, and one of them is, uh, well, lurch is sort of in a lurch, uh, is the best way I can put it. Uh, You know Mr. Ketchup himself, Mr. Hines, John Kerry. Uh, Yes, Mr. John Kerry. Now, to be honest with you, if a Republican would have done this, they would have already just basically hung him in the public square. Because it's looking more and more like uh, Mr. Kerry was undermining these United States of America. There was a leaked audio that was made public between uh, the Iranian foreign minister, uh, Muhammad Javad Zarif, uh, and... uh, Mr. Kerry, of course, Mr. John Kerry, whose claim to fame was the fact that he failed at running for president a couple times, and and he married uh, the chick that inherited the Heinz fortune. I know, I said chick. The world will end now. I said chick. The woman, the lady, the 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 misanthrope, whatever. Uh, so. <laughs> Apparently, uh, John Kerry, no friend of Israel, um, shared future Israeli operations in Syria with him. 
Now, in a normal setting, in a world not rife with propagandists and propaganda, what Mr. Uh, Carey did is uh, tantamount to uh, treason. It's a serious thing. But everyone keeps playing it off. The White House refused to comment on a report exposing climate czar John Kerry leaking information about Israel military operations to Iran. Uh, We're not going to comment on leaked tapes, Psaki replied shortly when asked about the report. And again, the media isn't pressing. The media isn't pushing. Their guy's in, even though their guy's half a retard from being half a retard. They don't care. They have an agenda. They have a narrative. And it doesn't matter how many people commit treason. It doesn't matter how many people share top secret information with adversaries. They're going to cover for them. And apparently, the Republicans are up in arms, and I understand it. Uh, Who was it? Dan Sullivan, uh, Republican from Arkansas, uh, said, enough is enough. The red line that was crossed, if this was true, revealing secret information to one of America's most sworn enemies with the blood of thousands of American military members on its hands, undermining the interest of one of our most important allies, the state of Israel, if this is true. John Kerry needs to go. He should resign or he should get fired by the president of these United States. And right now, I'm guessing neither will occur. Neither will take place. John Kerry's going to keep his position. Joe Biden, his handlers are not going to tell him anything about this. Joe Biden's busy playing Mario Kart in the basement of the White House while Jen Psaki runs these United States of America. And if you don't know who Jen Psaki is, oh, she's a peach and a half. So apparently nothing's going to happen to John Kerry. But in order to understand the double standard in propagandized media, just ask yourself what would have happened had a Republican done what Mr. Kerry did. And that should tell you everything you need to know about the incestuous relationship between media and politics and politicians. Um, But again, does this surprise you? Because it sure doesn't surprise me. Now, in an epic twist of just clownish humor, uh, guess who's running for uh, governor of California? Excuse me while I sip my delicious beverage. Because this was hilarious to me. I think California deserves this. I think the state has beclowned itself to such an extent that former male, current male with makeup on, Caitlyn Jenner, a.k.a. Bruce Jenner, 
uh, is uh, running for governor of California against uh, Gavin Newsom. The man is so despised that even the California populace said, all right, we need somebody else. This guy's retarded. There's a pattern starting here, isn't there, of all these Democrat-run cities and all these Democrat-run states. It's not just the corruption. It's not just out-and-out theft. It's incompetence. It's incompetence. And in order to mask your incompetence, all you're doing is dipping into the racism well, dipping into the homophobia well, deeping into the transphobia well, because that's all you got. You're half-tarted. You shouldn't be in the position you are. You're a clown. And now another clown with full clown makeup is running against you. And it would be the height of comedy. It would make me jubilantly laugh out loud if Bruce Jenner, a.k.a. Caitlyn Jenner, a.k.a. the guy that ran somebody over and killed him and out of desperation turned himself into a woman because then he could claim that, hey, you're attacking a woman about killing somebody. If Bruce, a.k.a. Caitlyn Jenner, manages to pull off winning the governorship of California, I will have to borrow a pair of adult diapers from Joe Biden because I will risk peeing myself from excessive laughter. That's how funny it'll be to me. Because right now, there's some of you still clinging to the hope of rising phoenixes, still clinging to the hope that we can save this. Bruce Jenner, wearing a wig and makeup, a woman's dress and high heels, is running for the governorship of California. Really? Are are we still on the Let's Save America train? Look, again, I I, I know I love some of you because you're still hopeful. What is it, August now? Trump rides in on a unicorn, and the unicorn's got a cannon coming out of its rear and a machine gun turret coming out of its eyes. He's supposed to take back the White House and wrestle power. No, no, these people will bribe whoever they need to bribe to stay in power because they are bleeding the citizenry of this nation dry, and they are doing everything they can to secure power in perpetuity. Because I got your email. Some of you, oh, they're never going to try to make D.C. and Puerto Rico a state. You're just being hyperbolic. Why do you like to make people fearful of Joe? Joe's harmless. Even Bess Moore said, yay, Joe. Where you at? Come at me, bro. Where you at? Because those emails seem to have stopped. The ones defending Joe, Joe, Joe's a middle of the roader. Joe's moderate. Why, he's almost a conservative. Is he now? You people have no clue. But see, I, everyone's moved on. I'm like the only guy still calling out those who blatantly lied to you. 
those who falsified information in order to make you believe that Joe Biden was harmless. He's not. He's a political animal that's been in power, what, 56 years? Joe's been in government office longer than I've been alive on planet Earth by about 12 years. And it's not that it's his mental capacity. The man is no Rhodes Scholar or Mensa candidate. Even on his best day, Joe was a minute away from eating his own boogers on live TV. So if it's not intelligence, if it's not policy, then what kept him in power for so long? The same thing that's keeping Vladimir Putin in power for so long. The same thing that's kept Maxine Waters or uh, just, just take your pick. Nancy Pelosi, take your pick. Even the turtle. Even those on our side, those that have been in power for long, long decades. There's a reason they've been in power for that long. And it's their ruthlessness. They don't care how many bodies they have to step over. They don't care how many bodies they have to create. Means... Keeping their power. In order to maintain power, in, to, in, in, in order to maintain a grip on an office that you've held for decades and decades, you have to be a ruthless individual. Now, because I love you, Uh, If you're still part of the Methodist Church, this is your wake-up call. Liberal congregations are leaving the United Methodist Church over homosexuality debate. Again, if this is the sort of confusion taking and taking shape within the household of faith. If this is the sort of confusion playing out in churches, what makes you think for a second that the nation will align itself aright? That we shall become the rising phoenix. So, Here's the story, not of a lovely lady, because, you know, the lady was a boy who became a, you know, again, Bruce Jenner wants to be governor and call himself Caitlyn Jenner. It's hilarious. You have to laugh. Look, understand this. If in the coming months and years, You don't embrace humor. You don't embrace a sense of humor. It's going to be a hard clog for you. Look at what's happening and chuckle because it's chuckle worthy. Laugh at it. Mock it because it's mock worthy. 
Bruce Jenner put on lipstick and a wig and now he wants to be governor. Did I just dead name her? Oh my goodness. Beth Moore fans come at me. I know. Look at you. So if I say something bad about Bruce slash Caitlyn Jenner, does that still make me a misogynist? Because I'm talking about a guy-ish. I don't know. Let me know. Am I still a misogynist if I make fun of a guy who put on makeup and a wig and thinks he's a woman? That's a philosophical issue. That's Wow, I have to think about that one, huh? Anyway, multiple theologically progressive congregations in the United Methodist Church are in the process of leaving the mainline Protestant denomination due to its stance on LGBT issues. For decades, the United Methodist Church has debated whether to change its biblically-based position on homosexuality, labeling it a sinful, its ban on the ordination of non-celibate homosexuals, and defining marriage as only being between one man and one woman. So, let's break these down. Because I seem to have come across a running theme. Last week it was what, Becky, or whatever her name was, who wanted to feel accepted and validated by the church. Never mind what your silly book says. Never mind what your silly God says. I want to be validated, and I want to be validated right now. This is modern-day American Christianity. We want God on our terms. We want to tell God what we can do. We want to tell God what we can't do. We want to tell God what sin is. We want to tell God what sin isn't, and apparently Nothing is sin. Everything goes. Except if you voted for Donald Trump. That is an unpardonable sin. Just ask Beth Moore. So nothing is sinful anymore. Nothing is against biblical edict anymore. This is how we want it. So, rather than you conforming to the Word of God, you expect the Word of God to conform to you and your sinful nature. The current standing United Methodist position is is more than generous. Even if you're a celibate homosexual, you're allowed to be ordained in the United Methodist Church. The only time that you're not allowed to be ordained, that they refuse ordination if you're a non-celibate homosexual. They define marriage between one man and one woman. Well, that's what marriage is. It has been since the beginning of time, but hey, we're smarter than God now. So on the one hand, 
You have this explosion in atheism, especially among the young, who used to chortle and laugh at the spaghetti monster in the sky, who are sitting there just, just dank of their own just flop sweat and urine in their basement, waiting for the pandemic to pass. It ain't going anywhere. That's what a virus is. You've got a better chance of being struck by lightning than you do of dying from COVID if you're under 30. But hey, just look around. Be aware of your surroundings and start gauging how many young people are double masking and triple masking and sanitizing to the point that they no longer even have fingerprints. It's just blistered hands from all the alcohol they keep rubbing on themselves. So on the one side, you have that. You have just a mass of fearful morons who used to make fun of people of faith. And on the other hand, you have so-called people of faith that want to serve a God of their own making. They're not happy with the rules as they stand. And so, they want to change the rules. But if you change the rules, are you still playing the same game you were playing before you decided to change the rules? If you're playing soccer and instead of kicking the ball, you pick it up and you run to the goalie and you throw it in his face. Are you still playing soccer? If you throw out the word of God, if you throw out his edict, his commandments, what he defines as sin, what he defines as marriage, are you still serving God? That's a question that needs pondering, especially in light of what Christianity has become. But I know, Rising Phoenix! True to its doctrine, conservatives plan for a new church after United Methodism splits over homosexuality debate. The United Methodist Church pushed back its general conference to 2022. And there they will tackle the homosexuality debate. So the question is, why, pray tell, is this a reason for debate? That's the question that I have. Why, why is this a debate among Christians? If the book says it's a sin, then it's a sin. If the book says that marriage is between one man and one woman, then that's how it is. If you don't like it, you're free to go. But this is always the case, remember? 
Why aren't there any girls in the Boy Scouts of America? Because you have the Girl Scouts. That's not good enough. And now what? The Boy Scouts declared bankruptcy because of all the lawsuits. Before that, it was, why, why can't homosexuals be uh, Boy Scout leaders, troop leaders? Well, the obvious question is because... Mm, do you want to go there? But see, they did. They say, oh, let them in, let them in. What's the worst that can happen? Well, we saw what the worst that can happen. Bunch of boys were raped, and now they sued, and they won, and now no mas, Boy Scouts of America. Because that's the way the devil works. After the devil gets a foot in, He wants his whole leg in, and once he gets his leg in, he wants the whole body. And once he gets in completely, then he wants to rule the roost. Because the devil is never content with part. The devil always wants the whole. So, that's what's happening amidst... The United Methodist Church. Uh, And the article goes on to, of course, name a lot of woman pastors who decided that they were going to leave. Yes, sirree, Bob, we're going to leave the United Methodist Church because they're not inclusive. Well, there is a process of repentance, biblically speaking, by which um, someone is born again. And when someone is born again, then they are no longer their old self. They become new in Christ. And being new in Christ, they leave behind their old ways, including homosexuality. Look, unless people get brave again, unless people stand up for truth, unless they're willing to accrue the ire of people who disagree with them, unless we're willing to bury the go-along-to-get-along narrative, And actually draw a line in the sand and go, no, you're a fool, you're a clown. And what's worse, you're unbiblical, walk away before you make me angry. Unless we're willing to stand up and speak truth fearlessly, it's only a matter of time. Like I said, these people are not going to give up the power that you've handed over. These people are not going to give you your rights back because you surrendered your rights in the first place. That little rat, Fink Fauci, is still out there because he loves the spotlight. He loves the fame. Imagine! You're just a nobody paper pusher living 
in a lab for most of your life. And then all of a sudden, that sweet, sweet coronavirus just makes an appearance. And you are instantly the most famous man in the nation. You get invited on talk show after talk show. You go to baseball games when everyone else has to sit at home. Why would you want to give that up? In the least, why wouldn't you prolong it for as long as humanly possible? They're still going on about kids wearing masks outside. Unbelievable. This, this is America. This is the place where past generations went to war with the Nazis. And now we're cowering in our basements a year after it was supposed to be two weeks. But fear not. Uh, it's, uh, it's all going to be well and good because uh, Hunter Biden is uh, actually going to teach a class at Tulane University. Can you imagine? I mean, this, this is a guy who bedded his brother's dead wife was an admitted crack addict, uh, has some dubious business relations with the Chinese and also the Russians and the Ukrainians, and yes, even in Romania. But now this man, simply because he's Robinette Biden's son, is going to teach a class at Tulane University. Now, I know what you're thinking to, his, to, to say yourself. He has no professional teaching background. And I would agree with you, but he knew nothing about oil either. And he was on the board of Burisma. Apparently, he's a fast learner. Between binges of crack-induced just lunacy, apparently he catches on quick. So he went from, from the oil business, which was highly profitable, to now teaching at Tulane University. Because why not? You want to understand the incestuous relationship of everything that has power. Here it is. But you shut up and eat your donut. Be grateful for the donut. Encourage other people to go get jabbed in the hopes of getting a donut. And at some point, they're going to stall with this whole vaccine thing. People are just not going to do it. We're already seeing a rapid decline of people who are willingly getting, uh, you know, shot in the arm. Or maybe two. What? Johnson and Johnson's back, you know, blood clots notwithstanding. But at some point, uh, at first it's going to be businesses that they will encourage to demand that customers get vaccinated. 
And after that, once the businesses realize they're losing too much money because nobody likes to be controlled to that extent, uh, I'm sure that a new wave, a new strain, something will come along. And that's when it'll get fun. That's when it'll get interesting. But there is also one other thing that was going on. Uh, CNN uh, actually called out televangelists for telling people not to get the shot. Who was it? Uh, The goofy guy with the airplane. Uh, Kenneth Copeland, that's the one. Uh, He got called out by CNN because, you know, he was trying to blow the COVID away or some ridiculous thing. But just, just to remind you, just to be fair, Uncle Mikey's told you over and over again, it doesn't matter how far out it starts. Eventually, all comes back to the church. Uh, one last thing, and then if we have time after that, I'll take a couple of your questions because Gino asked. But uh, in in the hopes of unity, of putting all the bad blood behind us, MSNBC anchor Nicole Wallace said that the Republican Party is just full of grease and sugar and fat and junk. Because, you know, she's a genius. She's a Mensa candidate, too. Another day, another heaping serving of GOP misinformation. Another demonstrably false myth ping-ponging around the conservative media echo chamber. Uh, And you know why? Because uh, people dared to point out Kamala Harris's incompetence. That's why uh, Nicole Wallace is calling you fat and full of grease and sugar and junk. If you got the jab and you got the donut, she's not wrong. But still. And this was a person that was on what? George Bush's, uh, the junior, the, not the seniors, uh, transition team. Again, propagandists will propagandize. They have a narrative. They have a very clear and defined perspective. And they will not let anyone dare cast a shadow uh, on, on them and on their preferred candidate. So in the spirit of unity... In the spirit of one nation under God, know that if you are a Republican, you're just full of sugar and grease and fat and junk. That is, quoting Nicole Wallace, another useful idiot doing her job for, well, decent pay, I guess, because it'd have to be a lot of money to make you sell your soul, wouldn't it? I mean, it can't just be like a hundred grand a year or something. She must be making coin to just 
throw objectivity out the window to to become this 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 hollow empty shell of stupid huh but yes united we stand united rising phoenix all right gino uh you've got like six minutes hit me with your question uh oh before that though i've been getting emails from people saying they have confirmation that hillary clinton has been hung that she was executed by the united states government Allow me my skepticism, please. Question is, if Hillary Clinton comes back on the scene, if you see her live in living color and on TV, does that mean the devil rejected her and she was resurrected? Or does that mean that the people that are pumping out this information about Hillary Clinton being executed were wrong? Everything with a grain of salt, kids. Everything with a grain of salt. Gino, question. Go. Hey, Mike, with an uh, unsecured border, will that be an opportunity for terrorists to infiltrate our country? Um, That's the first question. Well, I I think it was, what, two months ago that I said I'm expecting a terrorist attack uh, within U.S. borders within the first year of uh, Mr. Robinette Biden's presidency. And, And the first reason is because we're projecting weakness, and weakness attracts aggression. The second is they've already caught some uh, people with, let's just say, checkered pasts that were trying to make their way into the United States. I, I think it's only a matter of time. But I also would like to posit that if and when a terrorist attack does occur on American soil, the American media will find a way to blame Donald Trump for it. That's it. That's all I have to say about that. Next question. Okay, Mike, is Antifa a socialist movement or communist movement? And how dangerous is it to allow groups like that to have any sort of power in America? It's like asking me, uh, what's the difference between a Fiji apple and a Gala apple? Socialism and communism are the same thing. Socialism is the pretty mask that communists put on until they get power. And then after that, the mask falls off. Antifa is using racism, race, and classism to gain power because they know that their ideas would never get traction to get voted in, and they're too incompetent and silly to actually make an argument for why people should give them power. These are vitamin deficient kids wearing black trying to hit people over the head and at some point the guys that are you know grizzled sitting in their basements loading shells are going to have enough of it and it's not going to take too long to, to to make antifa disappear because these kids have never had anyone push back what is it? Uh, the, 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 the mayor of Portland finally came out and said, we need to take our city back. After what? Almost two years of constant riots? He's an idiot. The only thing that, that will make these people go away is force. But you can't use force, at least a police can't, because anytime one of them gets a hangnail, it's on to... Look at this police abuse. 
No, I, if you hit an old lady over the head with a pipe, you deserve to get your teeth knocked out. I'm sorry. That's the reality of it. If I see you in a black mask and a black hood and a black coat and a black jacket trying to hit an old person, I will gladly volunteer to be the one to knock out your teeth. In Jesus' name. I know. See, now I made it Christian. Now I spiritualized it for you. Because there's, there's this... Ah, there's there, there's this, this 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 niche of Christians going around. Well, I'm sorry, it doesn't matter what happens. I'm not going to lift a finger. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not going to defend my wife or my family or my home. Lord's will be done. Lord's will is for you not to be such a sissy. Lord's will is for you to grow a spine. Lord's will is for you to protect your wife. Okay, that's the Lord's will. So stop, you coward hiding behind scripture, hiding behind verses that you've taken out of context. Because now I'm just annoyed. I'm about to get angry. But thankfully, we're out of time. So God bless you. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Gino, if you've got anything to say, it's yours. I think it was great what you said about socialism being a mass leading to communism. I absolutely believe that is 100% what's going on. And uh, read Proverbs 28. Very a powerful proverb about wicked leaders and uh, uh, talks about when the wicked rule. And it's powerful. Read the whole chapter. I urge you. Uh, Also, get the video if you can, the Wake Up America video. Uh, It's got the whole message from Demetra Dudeman. Very powerful. Thus saith the Lord, warning for America. And I, I, I would urge you, get back to that video. Get it to people. Get it to your church. Urge your church to watch it. As Mike said, you haven't seen nothing yet, and that's wholly true uh, with the time we're in. And um, I would also encourage you to get the Through the Fire Without Burning book. Uh, It chronicles Demetrius' testimony, his suffering, and also the message for America. So thank you so much for listening to the Light of Truth broadcast. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast, The Light of Truth, with Michael Baldea. If you would like to order a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website at handofhelp.com. If you have questions about our ministry, you can email us at handofhelpoffice at aol.com or simply call us at 920-206-9910. God bless you. They are